Christian Watson was one of the most captivating draft risers in the 2022 NFL Draft. A product of North Dakota State, he didn't have too much production because of the notoriously run-first philosophy. But he did have the physical traits necessary for a first-round wide receiver. 6'5", 207, but running a 4'3", 640, he had everything it took to be a generational wide receiver prospect. The only issue is, there wasn't much tape to prove that he had the technical skills necessary to turn out to be a big star in the league. So we didn't really get to see much of Christian Watson in college, and haven't seen too much of him this year, as he's been struggling with injuries, and the Green Bay's been mixing between around 5-6 to six wide receivers. But to, on Sunday against the Cowboys, we were finally able to see him pull off the physical traits and technical skills he needs, with 3 receiving touchdowns and 107 receiving yards. Something extremely hard to do against a statistically good secondary with the Dallas Cowboys. So how did he do it? Well, let's get in the film and find out. What's up, guys? I'm Tyler Coker, and I'm your host for today's episode of Today with Tyler. I hope you enjoy. Watson has a pretty significant drop issue, one that was a knock on him in the draft too because in the rare time he was thrown to, he did have some drop issues. He dropped multiple passes during the Cowboys game early, but luckily has the mental toughness to rebound and continue working for the game. He also missed a could-be magical touchdown from Rodgers in an extremely good throw, and though he had leverage on the defensive back, Watson tried to look at Aaron Rodgers and then track the ball from there rather than just looking up to find the ball something that was actually brought up in the broadcast of the game. With time in the NFL, Watson will learn how to better read passes, and he won't be making those types of rookie mistakes anymore. He'll mentally be prepared for Rodgers' mental games as well, since Rodgers knew he had to throw Watson a little bit more open and hit his back shoulder. But Watson simply couldn't find the ball because he was trying to read it out of Aaron Rodgers' hand. Watson, despite some early mistakes, quickly learned and began to flash his excellence. I was impressed with a couple flashes of his mental understanding of the game, perfectly timing his cuts when his corners and free safeties were turning their hips. Watson also flashed that physical dominance he has, beating press man and burning corners over the top. Watson's an extremely explosive player as well, bursting off his start on the line and blowing by defensive backs. Watson's speed is ultimately blinding, and creates a mismatch nightmare for defenses because you can't have a good matchup on him. His crosser for his third touchdown of the day was bracketed well by the defense, but Watson was simply too fast for the free safety to jump the crosser, which is usually the perfect counter to that type of route concept. That physical mismatch has made him so much more valuable as a pass-catching threat, and ultimately is what he can build his game on to become a generational wide receiver. Watson did a fantastic job rebounding and learning from his rookie mistakes, and if he could continue to do that, He's going to be the wide receiver that his prospect status made him seem like he could be. And I do like this system fit for him. Now, the Packers are trying to run the ball a lot more, and coming from a run first uh, wide receiver core in North Dakota State, he has the ability to run block at a high level, which is going to be valuable for him staying on the field on all downs. Added to that is there aren't that many talented receivers on the Green Bay roster, so even if he does make a mistake, Watson's going to have the ability to come back and learn from it, and the next drive be just as eligible of a target as anybody else. So I do like where this is going for Watson, and I do think of all the situations, this season is a great situation to be in Green Bay for him. 
And if he does turn out, we're going to see the Packers right back where they were. So I'm excited for that, but I also want to take a moment just to give my two cents on what's going on with the Green Bay Packers. Because in this game, it was kind of obvious that there were two sides of the equation. Green Bay Packers aren't that bad. When they run the ball effectively and can throw the ball, they're a good team, and that's kind of how it works. But the issue is their offensive line was really, really weak. Often running plays weren't going to be able to get many yards, and really it was up to Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon to break some tackles, because it's just too hard for the Green Bay Packers O-line to open up gaps. And then in pass protection, they do the same thing. Aaron Rodgers gets sacked or have to work down to a flat read before he can even get to the deep developing routes. And sometimes there were two open receivers deep down the field, but Rodgers would get sacked before he could throw it. So I do think if they can invest in the offensive line, Aaron Rodgers can still come back. He still has the physical traits and mental traits necessary. Aaron Rodgers still looks like Aaron Rodgers. And once you get him an offensive line that's at least serviceable, you're going to see the Packers right back on top. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed, and I'll see you next time.